Hi, I'm Will Roadhouse, and I'm the CEO of Roadhouse International and Compass Group International, and welcome to another episode of Retire in Thailand. Today's episode is a follow-up to my prior episode, which I talked about and also gave you a client profile of why people are doing not just long-distance telecommuting, but cross-borders telecommuting, and why Thailand is such a perfect home base uh, for your business and why telecommuting from a place like Bangkok makes sense. So today, because of my last episode, I talk of a client uh, where I, we discuss, I help him discuss a few options of why it would make sense for him to bring his company here to Bangkok and why it would behoove him to do that. It would be cost savings, not just to him, but also for his employees. So today, I'm gonna talk about my personal experience of telecommuting from here in Thailand specifically Bangkok, Thailand, why I do it, uh, why my team does it, uh, why it makes sense, and why it makes sense for certain industries or certain types of businesses. And I'm also talk about the businesses where it's not going to make sense. So if you're not aware of my background, I started uh, Compass Group International back in 2002. Uh, we started in Costa Rica, and I lived in Costa Rica, in San Jose, Costa Rica, in a... Um, in a very affluent area, it's considered like the Beverly Hills of Costa Rica. It's called Escasu. In Escasu, I bought a triplex there where uh, I had three units. Uh, I own all three units. We had six car parking where it doubled not just as a place uh, for my employees, also where I live, but also as our office. Telecommuting from Newport Beach of Costa Rica made sense. It made sense for a brief time because it was my honeymoon stage. You know, that first maybe three to six months, everything is bright and shiny new, everything's cool. But it soon got old why I stopped telecommuting and I just stayed in Newport Beach. And then my team, my staff, I had about a quarter of my, less than a quarter, geez, maybe an eighth of my staff or a tenth of my staff based in Costa Rica, and the rest were in the United States and Canada, were my, were my salespeople. But what, what happened was, is that over time, I just realized that it didn't make, it wasn't convenient any longer. That living in San Jose, Costa Rica just got to be boring, and I, I just had... I was missing my restaurants. I was missing my nightlife. I was, uh, I don't, I'm the type of person, I love cars, but you know what? I'd rather not drive, I don't have to. I prefer to be chauffeured around in a taxi, car service, or by someone else. You know why? Because when I'm in a foreign country, I want to sit in the back seat and I want to look out the window. I want to see what places are good places to eat, places to hang out, some new places to check out. I'm always very curious and I don't want to pay attention to have to drive and learn the driving techniques and strategies to survive in a different country because some countries can be very aggressive uh, when it comes to driving, especially here in Thailand. So I didn't want to drive. And walking around and trying to get around, and, and I lived in a very nice area. You know, there's some restaurants, there's some bars nearby, but it just wasn't enough. It's not like what it is here in Thailand. So fast forward, uh, obviously I'm moving here to Bangkok uh, about nine years ago, so I've been here for almost a decade. 
And my business is a consultant business. So we're a real estate asset management company, an acquisition company, but our primary duties as a consultant is to work with investors like hotel groups, hotel owners, to find them hotels uh, throughout the world. But obviously uh, we have more of a focus here in Thailand because the amount of listings we have and also helping uh, very affluent expats relocate from Western countries like in North America, UK, Australia, New Zealand to a place like Costa Rica uh, where they're buying you know, large penthouses, mansions on the beach and so forth. For my company, it makes perfect sense to base myself out here. Even though 100% of my clients live outside of Thailand. And right now, a large percentage of my clientele is coming out of the United States. But what the great thing about what this pandemic has done, it has provided us with so many wonderful tools where we don't have to see people face to face anymore. Whether it's Microsoft Meetings, Skype, WhatsApp, Facebook, FaceTime, through Apple or Zoom. There's so many great applications that you can use where you can touch and feel people visually using your phone, using your desktop, using your laptop or your tablet. So I have no reason to meet people like I did before. You know, back in the days, uh, I would do large seminars, whether it was, you know, from 20 people to the largest we did, where there was like a couple thousand people in the audience talking about offshore real estate, talking about the advantages of living overseas. Now I could do that online. When, when someone invites me like a real estate group, I can do it online, whether it's through Zoom or some other application. I don't have to physically meet anyone anymore. So for my business, it makes sense. You know, on the residential side, what happens is, is that once uh, a client is interested, for example, they send us a message, they send us an email, and then we do our initial conference call, and then we uh, agree to terms. So we send them a, our version of a buyer's agreement because we're representing them as a buyer. Then once they sign that, then we get to work. But we don't actually have to physically meet these people. Our clients meet us once, we, once we've nailed down maybe less than a handful of homes. Then they hop on a flight. They come here to Thailand, and that's when we meet them in person. And the same exact process is very similar on the hotel front. Same exact thing. After they sign the NDAs, they look at the summaries, letter of intent comes in. Then the financials get released. Then they do the due diligence and they come on site. And then that's when we meet the team. So it makes perfect sense. So if your business is a consultative business like mine, then it makes a lot of sense to live here in Bangkok as opposed to where you are now. Because when you look at, when I, in, when you look at a lifestyle, when you look at your typical lifestyle, I want to have access to lots of stuff. So, so professionally, my wife and I don't mind condo living. Why? Because our condo is located essentially to everything. 
So we don't have an office. We don't need an office. If we have a large group coming in and we need to have space for that, I have access to five buildings where I can lease space, short-term or long-term, and these are co-op spaces, within walking distance from my building, at least five. I didn't have that in Costa Rica years ago. I could guarantee you it's not there now. And even in the States, if I have to do anything like that, it's more expensive and I still have to hop in the car to do that. So for an example, uh, my U.S. home base after I moved out of Newport Beach was Las Vegas, Nevada. And Las Vegas, Nevada is a, is a great place to be based out of because there's always people coming into Las Vegas. Always coming in. You know, I lived in Newport Beach or I lived in California for about 13 or 14 years. Very few visitors. Always had to go out and see people. Moved to Las Vegas. Everyone's like, oh, you're in Las Vegas? We'll come and see you. Because I, it's been a while since I went to Las Vegas. I want to get there. But the thing is in Las Vegas... And again, it, come, it becomes to be a hassle is that picking, you know, trying to get everyone to same hotel. And then if you have to lease out, uh, rent out a ballroom, it's extremely expensive. Things can just be very, very costly. And I have to fly in my team. It can be very costly. Where here, being based out of Bangkok, I really cut down my cost by literally 80%. Because I no longer need to have traditional office space. Newport Beach, I had uh, a, actually downsized. I had a small office space for about 1,000 square feet. And that was costly. But now, we don't have to have one. Because when we need one, we'll just use one of these co-op spaces. So if you're a consulting company, you can base yourself anywhere because the tools are here. And then when I look at outside of professional services and my job, I have access to everything. I don't have to drive. My wife and I don't have to drive. We can use our taxis. There's a bunch of very inexpensive public transportation. But we rarely have to hop in a car to do anything or hop in a BTS to do anything because we have access just where we live and where we can walk literally in one square mile. There are hundreds of places to keep us entertained. From deep tissue massage, that's $7 an hour, to uh, inexpensive mom-and-pop restaurants, to extremely fancy restaurants. For an example, right across, right across the street from me uh, is also a very, very famous uh, building. And on the top of the building is a sky bar. And it's a gorgeous sky bar that is reminiscent to the same view that you see uh, from Scirocco, which was featured in Hangover 2. So in Hangover 2, if you recall, there were this rooftop bar up in Bangkok. And this bar, called I think it's called the Celio Sky Bar, uh, right across the street from us, if we needed to find dining, we would go there. Gorgeous view of Bangkok. And there's so many other options, all within walking distance. Cheap, expensive, mid-market. Theaters, we can walk to the theater. There's a mall not too far from us. We can walk, we can, if we take the SkyTrain, we get there in two minutes. If we walk, we get there in about 10 minutes. So that's what's great about being based out of somewhere else. And you cut down on so much of the cost. Because if you recall, if you didn't listen to my prior podcast, you should. But if you didn't, 
I just want to bring up one thing. As an employer, you obviously care about your employees. But sometimes you know that employees struggle. Especially if you're based in a very expensive city like San Francisco, L.A., Orange County, New York, uh, even Newark, uh, Seattle. These are expensive cities to live. D.C. is another one. But the thing is, is that you want to help out your employees and you want to do the best you can, but you can't pay them any more money. You know that they're struggling, they're renting, uh, they can't afford, they're trying to save money to buy a home, but it's probably out of their reach, they're in debt. But if you have a small company where you really don't have to interact personally with clients, you should bring your whole company here to Bangkok. Because the salaries that you're paying them, they will be able to not just live an extravagant life which, they, which is unobtainable to them where they live now. So even if they live a great life now, moving here, their life is going to be exponentially better. They'll have access and be afford, they'll be able to afford more things. One of the big things is housing. That's one of the biggest things right now is that in America, the American dream of owning, of owning your own home is now almost unobtainable. That's why there are so many apartment buildings popping up all over America. Because nobody can afford to buy a home. Even though, historically, the mortgage rates are extremely low. Nobody can afford to buy a home. But if you would move your company here, they can. It's not just that housing is affordable, but the probability of them being able to pay off their home is also greater. That means they can buy a home for 100 grand. They can buy a home for 200 grand. Not like, you know, I, remember I read this article that people that live in San Francisco that make a half a million dollars a year they, feel, they still feel like they're middle income and they still can't afford to buy a home. If you're a tech company, software developer, some sort of programmer, some sort of designer, and that's a company you own, you should really consider bringing the whole company here because everybody is going to have a better lifestyle, they're going to be happier, and they're going to be able to afford housing. Telecommuting is, you know, what's interesting about telecommuting in the past is people think it's just, okay, I'm going to telecommute an hour. You know, when I lived in Orange County and I worked uh, for this uh, financial, um, this, this bank, I commuted each way, Orange County to L.A. It took me, it, it took me anywhere from an, an hour to two hours each day, depending on what day of time it was. Getting on that 405 was a, it was a freaking nightmare for me every single day. Did that for 13 years. Horrible, horrible. Hated that. Now, telecommuting is not just bound by distance and driving or flight from state to state, but now it's borders, cross-country borders. Yeah, I recently you saw Elon Musk is going to Texas 
Ellis Ellison is uh, Larry Ellison of uh, of Oracle's moving to his island in Hawaii. Obviously, you don't have the means to do that, but the thing is, is that everywhere in America is expensive, unless you're wealthy like these individuals. What's really the difference between? There's not really that much of a difference if you're a small business uh, that's full of consultants moving from California to Las Vegas or from Las Vegas to Phoenix or Phoenix to Dallas or, or moving to Miami or uh, Charleston. Some places may be less expensive than others, but the bottom line is it's still, it's still pretty expensive. Housing is still expensive. Cost of living is still expensive. Healthcare is still expensive. People still can't save. But Bangkok, it's a fraction of what it is in the United States or in the UK or in Australia or New Zealand. My team is now based out of here in Thailand. The team that I had that where everyone was based out of Costa Rica no longer is based out of Costa Rica. We're based out of here in Thailand because number one, there's more things to do, more things to keep us occupied. We're not working. It's a fun place to live. Everybody can afford not just one home, but three homes. So the cost of one home in the States, everybody can buy two to three homes here in Thailand. Not just buying a home in Bangkok, but also buying their second and third homes in other beach areas. And they're also they can save money for the future. Healthcare costs is a fraction. And for those that are driving a car, even health, uh, even car insurance is a lot cheaper. Everything is a lot cheaper. And it's not inconvenient. Because when we do need to meet a client, well, if we need to fly to the United States, we need to fly to India or to Sri Lanka, need to fly to London, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. The amount of money that we're saving by living here in Bangkok and basing our business out of Bangkok, as opposed to Las Vegas, Nevada, or even San Jose, Costa Rica, saves us a lot of money. And just by taking a few flights, we're still saving a heck of a lot more money. And the other thing, too, is that even if we weren't selling any any sort of real estate in Bangkok or in Thailand, so let's... Let's say that my company was still actively selling real estate in Latin America. We would still be based out of Thailand. Isn't that kind of funny? And do you know why? It's because it's better to live here than Costa Rica. It's better to live here than Dominican Republic or Panama or Colombia or Mexico. It's safer. The one thing you have to realize is that we have COVID-19 right now. Vaccines are here. When this thing mutates, which it is mutating, I, you know, people make jokes about it, but I, I see somewhat half-truths in it. We're probably eventually going to have COVID-20, COVID-21, 22, 23. Based on the mutations, just like you see in a normal cold and a flu virus, it mutates and it changes. So this lockdown that we've been experiencing... Uh, actually, obviously, uh, it's 
quite different here because everything is open here in Thailand and in most Asian countries as opposed to Western countries. Uh, the infection rates is out of control and things are closing down. It's going to happen again, folks. And I think you know that. I think you feel it deep inside. That something like this, is, even though it's, it feels like it's straight out of a TV show or straight out of a movie, it's going to happen again. And the ironic thing is, is that when I talk to people, when I talk to people and I say, yeah, we're still here. I'm still here in Thailand. And they're like, you know what? I would rather be stuck in Thailand than be stuck in the States. I would rather be stuck in Thailand than be stuck in London because it's safer. Yeah, Thailand uh, recently has had some surges, but nothing even marginally comparable to what's happening in Europe, what's happening up north in the UK, what's happening in the United States. Not even close. These small little outbreaks are coming from migrant workers from Myanmar, like in the fresh food markets and so forth. But the government's doing a fantastic job in containing it. I mean, the WHO, on a consistent basis, has been praising Thailand for what a wonderful job they've done. And they have done a wonderful job. Just for some odd reason, Western countries can't seem to figure it out. And, the, and yes, Thailand's a small country, but a lot of people here. Taiwan, small country, a lot of people there. China, largest population of people in the world. And you don't see any more new outbreaks like you see in the United States. So being in Asia, I feel safer. Should there be another pandemic, I'd rather be stuck in Thailand or be stuck in Taiwan than anywhere else in the world. Because I know that the citizens are going to follow rules to keep each other safe. Because Asians just follow rules. That's just, that's just a nature of the culture. They follow rules. While Westerners like to break the rules, especially Americans. How was America found? They fought back against the British and claimed the country as their own. It's a country of almost like Australia, where they used to put British... Uh, prisoners there, they like to fight, they like to rebel, they don't want rules. If there's a rules, sanctions, anything like that, there's a whole another group of people that says, I don't want to do that. If scientists are saying, you know what, you should wear a mask, then you'll see a whole another group that says, no, we don't want to wear a mask because you told us to wear a mask. Where in Asia, it's the norm. Government tells you to do something, you're going to do it. Because there's also a high respect for individuals. So I feel safe here. You know, there are, there are expats that I know that live in Thailand that left, that went back to the UK, went back to the United States, went back to Canada, went back to Australia. And I said, Jesus. And they left early, like back in like March, uh, April. And they can't get back to the country. And I said, Jesus, I wish I would have never left. Who would have thought? Because every, these people left thinking that they go back to their first world developed country and that their country, like Australia, like New Zealand, well, New Zealand's done a good job, like Australia, like the UK, like the United States, would do a good job in fighting this virus and they'll feel safer than being in Thailand. Lo and behold, they weren't. That's why I'm glad I'm stuck here.
Actually, I don't feel like I'm stuck here. It's by choice. So there are so many things that you should consider. If your company is small enough or manageable and you don't have to have personal touch with clientele, you're more of a consultant-based company, you should really consider relocating. Relocating to a place where employees are going to be happier, where they can have a better lifestyle, they can feel secure, and also they have access to affordable housing. And the sad thing is, is employers don't think about these kind of things. Many employers don't. Like They just pay some sort of salary or small salary and commissions, and it's like, okay, you're on your own. If you can't do it, then resign or I'm going to fire you and I'll just replace you with someone else. But if you really care about your employees, you want them to be better because happy employees obviously produce better results. Same goes with, it's, it's shocking to me that more corporations around the world aren't implementing health plans because when employees are healthy, that means they're calling less. They're actually, uh, they're, they're, they're not as sick, so they're not calling in sick as frequently. They're more productive. They feel better. They're less angry. They're less frustrated. But that's a whole other story. But all I want to say is, is, is that the trend is just starting. And I see this trend. The new trend in the future of telecommuting is not just state to state or just a few hour, few hour flight or a few hour uh, uh, distance in your car. I see the future of telecommuting to be cross borders and cross countries. When you look at retail right now, what retailers are doing the best? Where everyone else is suffering, business is closing down all over, who's doing well? Amazon, Alibaba, Apple. A lot of the businesses that have online presence, they're doing well. That's the future. People are used to that. Remember a long time ago? Like, uh, um, I forgot what that one company was. It was probably like about 10 years ago, and they're the first ones to start fresh food delivery. I think it was called like fresh something. And, and, and people, and they went belly up or they sold to somebody else. I mean, I think they sold the Whole Foods. But they just weren't profitable because people couldn't imagine, I'm not going to order my groceries online. That's ridiculous. I'm just going to go down the street and go to Smith's or go to Costco and go buy something. I don't need food delivered to me. Now, look. How many of you have done it? How many of you have delivered, had food delivered to you, groceries delivered to you? Everyone's doing it. This pandemic has changed the norm. In the past, I used to have a client, um, let's say, let's meet. I'll fly to you, you fly to me, whatever it may be. We don't have to do that anymore. That never even comes up anymore. Let's hop on a let's hop on a call and we'll go from there. So right now, telecommuting is making sense and but you have to do it right. It's not just relocating to another city that you think you're gonna save maybe ten percent, 
No, you move to Bangkok, you'll, you could save 50 to 75% of your costs. And everyone's going to be happier. So we're glad that we, that we live here. And we've never had a problem telecommuting from Bangkok. If anything, it's a huge advantage for us. It's almost like living in Vegas. People are like, where are you based out of? Based out of Bangkok, Thailand. Oh, that's so cool. Maybe we'll come and see you. You know, we can travel again. I said, absolutely. Vegas was the same. Oh, you live in Vegas? Oh, we'll come and see you. So think about it. Look at the trends. Analyze your business. Look at your day-to-day operations. And see if something like that makes sense. Because you have some time here. Uh, The New Year's is just right around the corner. And obviously things are not looking good uh, for especially Western countries for 2021. Uh, looks like a lot of biz- more business is going to be closing. Uh, getting back to pre-pandemic is looking far, far away. Uh, for the United States, it'll probably be four to five years from now. There's going to be more businesses closing, evictions, foreclosures, repossessions of cars, People going upside down their school loans, bad credit. People can't get credit cards anymore. They're just going to be almost like 2008, 2009 again. It'll probably be similar, if not worse, because this is so different. And then now you have to think about is, what about COVID-20? What about COVID-21? What's going to happen in the next lockdown? Is your business prepared for that? Are you and your family physically and financially prepared for that? If you're not, folks, uh, then you haven't learned your lesson because we've made changes ourselves. We didn't have to make that much changes because we're based here in Thailand, thank God, and we're focused primarily on on, uh, luxury real estate and also on commercial real estate. So obviously we're doing larger transactions, but doing far fewer. So instead of doing hundreds of, of residential transactions, we're only doing, we're probably, we probably only do less than 10 transactions a year uh, per, um, per salesperson. But you have to make these changes too. You have to start thinking different. You have to prepare yourself for the future. Are you going to go back to the office? Now that all your employees are working at home, when everyone gets vaccinated, are you going to go back to that 2,000, 10,000 square foot office? Maybe you don't have to. And when I raise the question of why not basing your company out of Bangkok, is it too far-fetched? No, it isn't. Because now people are changing their attitude and changing their, their outlook on not just personal living, but also professional living. Things are different. You know, one of the trends that we're seeing everywhere, it's not just, not just here in Thailand, but everywhere, because of this pandemic and people are preparing for the future pandemics, people are looking at larger places because they need a space to work out. They need a space for a home office. They just need a, a more space for home entertainment. Should there be other lockdowns? You're seeing that more and more so in the United States. People going more rural, buying bigger, and getting out of condo living and high-density living. But even beyond that, why not move to a place like Thailand where it's going to be safer? Or future pandemics, 
are going to are going to be handled better by the government as opposed to how it's being handled like in the United States or like in the UK. Just half-assed. And you know, you and when you try to make the excuse, well, the UK's big place or England's a big place, the United States is a big place. Well, China's a big place too. Taiwan is a small country, but it's a high density. One of the safest places in the world that conquered this, um, that held back this pandemic. Same with Thailand. We have millions upon millions of people in high density living. So why can these countries do a better job as opposed to a first world developed country? So things are changing, folks. Leaders of the world, leaders of economies, you're going to see a change. And I keep saying, everything is trending towards Asia, trending towards Asia. So even right now, if your business has primarily been focusing on, uh, you know, in the UK or just in Australia, just in New Zealand, just in Canada, just in the United States, well, the money is here in Asia. By basing yourself here, you'll still have these Western clients, but maybe now you can start tapping into the Asian clients. Further expand your book of business, increase your revenues because everything is trending Asia because the money is here. So please take this as food for thought and thank you for joining me. We'll talk to you soon.